The comments heard on The View from a Pew are those of Mac McCoy and are not necessarily the opinions of his guests, his producer Garth, any one particular denomination or religion, the church lady, Mr. Lemke, Pastor Craig, or anyone else of sound mind and body. Now here is today's The View from a Pew, heard all around the world on YouTube. Just search for The View from a Pew. Thank you, Emily. We appreciate you being here. Uh, We thank you for being here. You know, we always talk about a lot of the people that help us around here, but I don't mention Garth enough. You know, Garth is a great producer, and he's got us now on 16 uh, podcast sites. And uh, you can go to um, my Facebook page, and eventually it'll be on the uh, uh, website. But almost anywhere, you just go to Google and search for The View from a Pew, and you'll be able to find our free, no charge, uh, podcast. And just remember to subscribe. That, that would be what I'd really appreciate if you would just subscribe to not only the platform, but also our individual show. It is the 13th day of July in the Lord's year 2023, and we're talking about God and country. And my question for you as we came back, you keep talking about blind spots, and that's where, well, you define it. How would you define a blind spot? Well, we talked about uh, something like slavery. We talked about something like uh, uh, the way indigenous people were yep. uh, affected. We we had the right principles. There's no question about it. We had the ideas of equality and freedom. This is what we stand for. And yet, it, it didn't seem to apply to uh, African Americans. It didn't apply to women. Yeah. It applied, you know, we didn't apply it equally the way that the Bible teaches it. Well, and I think you are the one that taught me this. Jesus came and made everybody equal. Everybody yes. is equal in Jesus's eyes. Well, and we were from the very beginning too. We were created equal because, yeah. I mean, it says male and female. He created them. So, what role do you think our our denomination, Christianity? Well, I guess that's a religion. Our religion, Christianity, has played in creating some of those blind spots. Uh, Christianity is strong when it teaches God's word. When Christianity doesn't teach God's word or when they fudge a little, when, when they don't tell the truth about what God's word says. Or they follow uh, the society and yeah. the trends rather than what the Bible says. I was, I was a preacher for many years. Yes, you were. And, and a good one, by the way. And, and many people will say, you know, sometimes the preacher doesn't preach it the way it should be done. Why? Because he doesn't want to offend people. Right. He doesn't want to say the truth too straight. Well, when, when Christianity is telling the straight truths of God, it's not always popular. And so sometimes Christianity starts fudging on, the, on, on certain issues. And when they do that, it, it gets us farther and farther away from God. And, and at the time of slavery, okay, at the time of the Civil War, before the Civil War, there are preachers who are preaching from the Bible, and they're saying God ordained slavery. He put it in place, and so why are we trying to fight it? And and especially all the Southern preachers are keeping everybody happy down in the South because they're given this message. It's not the truth of the Bible. Well, and just a point of history, slavery in many circles meant 
paid or compensated employee. They weren't all just given nothing. All of them uh, usually had a place to live for they and their family, and a lot of them were compensated. So when you read in the Bible about slavery, remember that's really not the correct word. It would be employment with another. At the same time, many uh, didn't have, many people who served in those roles had very little freedom. They were pretty much under the control of the person who they worked for. Yeah, yeah. And that was something that they wanted to break free from, and that's why America got started. All right, so it is a, uh, today's 13th. Thursday, and uh, we are live here on your local radio station, as well as always on The View from a Pew um, at YouTube.com. Just search for The View from a Pew. I want to talk a little bit uh, today about the loss of a moral compass. Uh We said Christianity is kind of, in this country, we're kind of post-Christian. Well, you know, without... I, I don't want to sound like I'm, I'm negative on the country, but I do think we need to point out uh, some signs that maybe we're, we're getting farther and farther away from the truth of God. Let me, let me play a little game with you, Mac, okay? Uh-oh. Okay, let's try this. I'm no good at games. Well, you, you tell me what company is associated with this advertising tagline, okay? Okay. Just do it. Nike. Right. America runs... And, and by the way, we did not talk about this before. We, did, we didn't try it first. So I'll probably right. get some of these wrong, but I do know that's Nike. America runs on... Uh, I don't know. I'm sorry. Well, good for you. Duncan. <laughs> Duncan. Oh, yeah. Duncan Donuts. donuts. Yeah. I wouldn't know that because I don't eat donuts. Well, good for you. You're taking care of yourself. Have it your way. McDonald's. Burger King. Or Burger King. Burger King. Bet you can't eat just one. Lay's potato chips. Yes. And the quicker picker upper. Um, Bounty. Bounty tells. You're right. Wow. And, and, you know, and, and we don't try to memorize this stuff. What happens? It gets stuck in our minds, right? Yeah. They're doing a good job of advertising because they got it stuck in our minds. Okay. My first point that I want to make about this is we are not very good anymore teaching the Bible. Right. We are not very good in this country with Bible knowledge. Okay, if, if people don't have much Bible knowledge and we're not doing a very good job of teaching the Bible, how do you expect us to live according to the principles of the Bible? Oh, that, I, that's exactly right. I will always tell you the worst thing we did as a society was take God out of public schools, or as I like to call them, government schools. Yeah, and I think, I think Christian worship is, uh, is, is losing attraction for a lot yep. of people. Yep. And I think many times... It's kind of geared towards entertainment well, and, and, and not so much Christian teaching. Yeah, well, and those are the churches that are growing, the ones that are putting on uh, quite the show. And, and I'm not trying to criticize anybody, and I know things change over time, but we have to be real focused on the Bible and Bible teachings to stay true to Christianity, what, what really following Jesus means. And... Uh, okay, if that happens, if we're getting farther away, if we have people at less uh, who understand less 
about the Bible, then it's just normally going to happen that our lives and our lifestyle is going to go in a different way yep. other than the, the, the moral a kind of ethics that we had from the very start. Yeah, I would agree with you. Now, I, I'll give you one of my, I don't know if it's a blind spot, but I don't care about the language that's used in a movie or a TV show. I can look past that. Right. I'm not offended when they take the Lord's name in vain. I wish I could tell the actor or actress, God heard you. Jesus knows you just said that. Or my favorite thing is when somebody uses Jesus' name in vain, I'll say, present. You know, maybe that they know he's here. I think it's become a blind spot in our society today that people don't think about it anymore. That they say those words and, you know, they've just heard those words all their lives and it's like no big thing. But particularly in the area of profanity, of using God's name, uh, that is uh, something that the Bible speaks very clearly about. And it has to do with respect. It has to do with uh, fearing God in the sense that we respect what he is all about. And, And I don't know if you and I have ever talked about this, but my two cents is all those words that are four-letter words or whatever, that's not the swearing the Bible speaks of. It's taking the Lord's name in vain, saying you're going to do something in God's name, and then don't doing it. Well, there is profanity, and I think that's that's real clear. There is a lot of stuff that's just called as part of vulgarity. <laughs> and and we don't need all those kind of words in a society. No, we don't. Because there are there are words already that are there, but we do it because of the kind of reaction that it arouses in other people and in ourselves sometimes. Yeah. Every once in a while, I'll use the term feces when somebody else will use a four-letter word. That's right. I don't know why we're not offended by feces, but we are the other one. But we choose to be offended about things. But taking the Lord's name in vain, like I said. That's that's real clear. Yeah, I don't get offended, but I I worry about the people saying it. My ears are fine. Well, that's on your list. I want to talk a little bit on my list. What I would say are some signs that America has to some degree lost their moral compass. All right, I'm ready. Okay, first one I'm going to start with. Sexual permissiveness. Now, the reason I use that word permissiveness is because I'm not talking necessarily about immorality here, although that leads to it. Sexual uh, permissiveness has to do with more of a casual approach to sexuality that leads towards immorality. And that, and Paul talks about that in 1 Corinthians. I think it's chapter 6 somewhere in there. Yeah. And, yeah, he, he, uh, I can quote that here to you. Well, of course you can. Uh, flees, yeah. <laughs> flee sexual immorality. Every sin that a man does is outside his body, but he who commits sexual immorality sins against his own body. What he's saying there is that this sin has a significant impact upon you and your life because it, it has to do with how you treat your body. And so he's saying... This is serious, that ought to be taken in a serious way, not just a casual way. My, my, um, my wife and I went to visit our son recently down in Florida, yep. 
And uh, we decided one day we're going to go out to the beach and uh, enjoy some time. We just like walking up and down by the ocean. So we go to the beach. We're down there. Our son is a runner, likes to run, wanted to get in a few extra miles that day. So he went up the beach while we were, my wife and I were just suntanning ourselves, you know. And uh, we didn't realize we were that close to a nude beach. <laughs> and so he Guess goes. you found out the hard way, huh? He, he goes running up there and suddenly realizes Nobody has clothes on. <laughs> so he turns around and comes back, and it was a little joke we had. But uh, and and I'm not I'm not saying that you know people are immoral for for a, have, being part of a nude beach, but there is a casual uh, casual way of acting in regards to sexuality that leads, that has a tendency to lead towards immorality. Oh, absolutely. And, um, you know, the, the issues, two of the biggest issues that Christians are talking about a lot today are abortion and the LGBTQ plus whatever uh, situation in, in our country. These are all connected with sexual permissiveness. Yeah, Absolutely. All right, so when we come back on Friday, we're going to talk about three of the other things that are involved in, I guess— Well, these are on my list, again. Yeah. This, is, this would be my list of saying, okay, this is a picture that shows us that we've lost our moral compass, and we're not following biblical ethics. This is The View from a Pew, and you can listen to it every day here on your local radio station. And get it on YouTube at theviewfromapew.com and search, I'm sorry, search youtube.com and then The View From A Pew. Thanks to the folks over at Divine Truth Christian Store for sponsoring us. We appreciate you listening and thanks. Where you'll find more.